Hello everyone, welcome back to Concrete Pastures. My name is Nancy Mulemwasisi. I am so happy to be here. And if you're new to the community, welcome. This is the community of your fellow immigrants and your fellow dreamers. And this is a platform where we inspire each other through our stories. And we also give insights on what it's like to be an immigrant anywhere in the world. I am so grateful that you were able to join. And if you would like to share your story, remember, our stories are all unique. And if you'd like to inspire somebody out there, please feel free to reach out to me. On today's episode, this is the finale of Mr. Charlie and I's conversation. I am so grateful to Mr. Charlie for sitting down with me and giving so much of himself, sharing his journey with us. And uh, there was so much to take away. If you haven't heard one and two, please go back to episode one and two, to part one and two. And this way you can be all caught up on the conversation and on his journey as well. So please, without further ado, enjoy part three. So if someone is thinking and contemplating of moving either to the U.S. or to Canada, uh, Alberta, what advice would you give them? What should they be prepared for when they are thinking of coming, dreaming, wherever they are in the world? That's a good question, especially if you are moving from Zambia for the first time. If you have, uh, say, relatives who are going to welcome you, uh, it is uh, going to be a little bit much easier. But for you to make it, expect to work hard. You don't come to America thinking it is the same life as in Zambia, where you can make it, even if you just come from your house, seated outside, you are going to have food to, food to eat. Yes. Here, mm-hmm. you gave an example, everything in your house was divided in three. Yes. You are expected to contribute 100%. Yep. You are expected. So expect, if you can find a job and some of the jobs, expect to work to do any job. That is the number one thing you should you should tell yourself. I, I will be there to do any job. Either working with it, if you can do it in the nursing home, if you can look after our kids, even if it's not your passion, say to yourself, I'm going to do anything to survive. That is the number one, number one. Am I going to tell someone in Zambia, oh, come with a lot of money? That's that's not realistic. We know it's not easy. But at least if you can afford to prepare rental money for two months, at least just two months or even one month, yeah. Uh, don't come like me. Uh, who came with uh, with no money? Uh, I, I I remember I came with a very small, uh, very small suitcase because we left all our stuff. Oh, we are going to get new stuff when we mm-hmm. go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To, 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 to America. Come yes. come 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 prepared. Yeah. Okay? Come prepared. At least you can survive for the first one one month. If you can make it for three months. Uh, you can get ready, depending on where you are, if it is Delaware, or let's say Texas. Texas is very cheap. 800 rent will, will usually cut it for you. 
Yeah. In New York, in New York, I don't know. I Ooh, think no. In, no. Uh, yeah, even in Delaware, about a thousand ten years ago, uh, in, in rentals, uh, rental we will cut it for, for you. So if you can come ready three months in advance, yeah. And we had no information, Nancy. Anyone telling us, okay, where you are going, it can be done. Okay, don't just prepare your your air ticket. You look after the, the, uh, uh, the have a small budget mm-hmm. for money to look after to look to look after. That would be very 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 critical for anyone anyone who who, 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 who wants to come. Otherwise, if you don't have that, I don't know about now. My days when we came, nineteen ninety eight, jobs were there uh, with or without social security number. Jobs. Jobs were jobs were there. Now things immigration are getting a little bit tight. I, I'm not sure, but I think New York will always be New York. There will be a job for for anybody. But yeah, any other places, uh, I, I, I I think I don't I don't know. But you need to to prepare, to prepare a little bit more. So come with extra money if you are coming here. Yeah, no, I think that's really good advice. Coming with extra money, don't come like me. I came with $200, which I got lucky that I got a job before I ran out of money. But New York, the experience with New York when it comes to jobs, men and women experience it differently. It's easier, I think, in my opinion, for women to get jobs because we're able to do anything like housekeeping and babysitting is like number Mm. one of what we can do with or with papers or if you're here while you're waiting for your papers to come through you can do those type of jobs for men um it's very hard i see a lot of people do dishwashing depending on uh, in the restaurants so yeah. if you if you're not you, you can't be too full of yourself when you come no. i think you have to be very down yeah. to earth to be able yeah. like mr charlie said to open your mind up to do anything. If somebody wants to cut their grass, uh, for you to cut their grass, do that. It's just going to pay your bills in the meantime. It takes long to make it. Unless you're coming like diplomats, ambassadors, then that's a different story. And everything is prepared for them uh, when they come compared to if you're just coming blindly. Um, how about people who have great jobs, let's say, in their country? They have good jobs in their country. What advice would you give them? Because I've had, uh, in our community especially, uh, as Zambians, I've had people, and not even our, our community Zambians, outside, just talking to people who are fellow immigrants. I used to work very close to the UN in the city, so I would meet almost the whole world in one day sometimes. And some of them would be complaining about how it is here. I wish I knew how it is in America. I wouldn't have left my job. And they would have been further up in their careers in their country had they not left those jobs. So what advice would you give somebody with a great job, leaving their job, maybe coming here? That, 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 that is uh, probably a, a, a tough one. Uh, and I'm sure it goes circumstance by circumstance. Yes. Meaning... If you have a great job in in, in Zambia, question is some, sometimes is uh, what, what what does it mean? Meaning, are you able to send your children to the school of uh, of your choice? Because yeah. these are some of the decisions which make people uh, to migrate. Yeah, uh, if my job is great. 
uh, do I have access to good medical medical health? Mm. Yeah. So if those you can tick those, and they are they are there in Zambia, I'm sure. Uh, are people who have uh, uh, good good jobs who, who haven't come here. But I wouldn't say to someone who has a good job and they have intentions of coming here, their reasons might be not necessarily just financial. Uh, maybe they want to up their education, so they will make they will make uh, they will make that move. And most of the people, it it is like uh, like that. Uh, but then what happens is when they come here. I've heard of people, maybe from Asians, even, even Africans, who are engineers from Zambia or mm-hmm. a doctor from Zambia. Yes. But because they can't pass an exam they end up sorry, say, working. Yeah, working McDonald's. Yes. Now you are, you are going probably to, uh, to 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 regret having come. However, the, the economies here are, are not meant like what personally I am, but it is the environment around me what makes uh, these economies. They've wow. made them in such a way, if if you really want, you have a small, small salary, but because of what they have, how they have, they have made it, in no time, what you had back home and what you can do back home, uh, back here, or almost almost the beeper. I'll, I'll tell you a, a quick story. Our friends, the, the Kenyans, when, when when they come here, most yeah. of them they say they don't want to work for anybody after after they they they, they live here for uh, say a year or, or or two years. Yes. So this guy uh, in Delaware introduced me to flipping houses. He was a Kenyan. Mm. You know. If you can be an entrepreneur in America, you can flip things around. You can mm-hmm. work things around. Mm-hmm. So yes, you have a great job in Zambia. Yes, yes, you, you have a great job in Zambia. But if that mindset, you can you can bring it here. You want to come here. I'm, well, I'm not saying leave your job and come here. Yeah. If you can, and you are creative enough, I think it can compensate your, your, your coming. So circumstances... We don't know are different. So you and I, Nancy, cannot tell anyone. Give up your managerial job at the bank. And oh no! <laughs> if you want to come, there is a lot of opportunities here. But like anyone else, expect to go through some turbulent time. I think it's well said. The, I, I like where you took it, where it's the, the balancing aspect of it. Yes. Uh, because you have more resources when you come here compared if you're coming Africa all of Africa is third world country really yeah. and yeah. when you come here I think it compensates for for that even if you yeah. were a big boss and unless you're checking off all the boxes of what it is uh, your situation is like you were saying I believe it's well said uh, really and for yeah. anybody looking, make a checklist of whatever you yeah. your checklist yeah. is, because yeah. it is amazing. Like my the interview I had with my pastor, he actually also said that the business aspect of it, like when you come to America, I think having going to school and having a business is the way to go. You'll be more successful as a business owner and like working for somebody. That, 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 that's what that's what the Kenyans uh, will tell you. I can't come from Kenya. I come here, start working for for someone. 
But yeah. can, can everyone be an entrepreneur? No, of course not. Me? Oh, of course not. Yes. Yeah. But eventually, if you, that's, what you're, that, that's what's in your plan, you can get there. Correct. You start by working for someone. And in order to be actually be a good business person, if you work for someone, you know how it is to run a business. And right. you'll be able to treat well your employees if you get to hire employees and have that big business that you want. So I know you are our our chairman for Co-op Zambia. I see <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How can yeah. our do we still have space for anybody to join? And if if you say yes, how can they join uh, Co-op Zambia? So, what, what is a Co-op Zambia? Co-op Zambia is mainly for the Zambians uh, who live in diaspora and Zambian uh, friends of Zambia. So we have a lot of f- friends. Um, part, part of the story, Nancy, you, mm-hmm. you talked about was how when you go to Mongu, there is nothing. And yet, we live in a rich country. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of minerals. Like somebody told me in Delaware, what's up with that? You have all these things, and then you're in a poor country. What's up with that? Yeah. That's what we are trying to answer at uh, Global Co-op Zambia. The Zambians in diaspora. If we came together, put our resources together, Mm. can we maybe just claim a little bit of our God-given wealth, our minerals? I'm for can, that. We, can we help to reclaim back? Or are we also going to, to sit and just watch our minerals being taken in daytime and they are gone? And the little bit we aye, get aye. is what, what they pay the, the mines. Or like I told you, if I found my concrete, concrete pastures. pasture, the information I'm able to gather when I go online, how much of my income, my, of my money, is paying a teacher in Switzerland $150,000 a year, a teacher in Aye. Switzerland, when my teacher back home can barely get his salary at the end of the year, at mm-hmm. the end of the month. Yep. But we have all these riches. So, Co-op Zambia is an em- maybe I should call it a movement, an emotional movement. We need to reclaim back what belongs to us. You, Nancy, cannot do it alone. I cannot do it alone. Yep. Imagine if 100,000 Zambians came together and put a thousand, just a thousand together. Yeah. How we can move mountains. So that is the story. Question was, do you have room? If we can find 100,000 Zambians, we will change the landscape of Zambia. We will change the landscape. So the room is there. Go to www.globalcoopzambia. I didn't I didn't know Nancy was she, she has ambushed me with this question. Uh, <laughs> Listen, I'm co-op. passionate about the co-op. Yeah. I'm proud Bro. of it and I love yes. what, what the mission is about. Yes. And I, I follow I, I follow um Global Co-op on yeah. uh, Instagram. And yes. while you're there, please follow me as well on Concrete Pastures. Yeah, yeah. Globalcoopzambia.com become a, a member we uh, Nancy when she she posted this video uh, you have I'll have the link the, yep. our, our telegram group as well there people can join yes. uh, the response since the launch uh, Nancy has been overwhelming 
we are telling a story of about uh, uh, we were planning to, to, to invest in, in, in bonds. Uh, maybe we begin with $10,000. Mm-hmm. And then someone in the committee said, no, we can go $20,000. Then everybody said, oh, no, that's too much. Now, just the pledges, people saying that they are ready to put in the money. We are coming close to $200,000. Oh. $200,000, yes. No, that's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. It's a great yes. mission. We yes. have to give back to our country. And yes, yes. Yes. We have a lot of resources. We have a lot of talent everywhere in the world. And there's a lot of people who, most of the people that I talk to, they want to mm. go back home one day. Correct. Correct. Contribute in a way that they can. And why not start from here? Before you leave, Correct. have something. Yeah. That, that, uh, that, that, that's, that's a good point. That's a good yeah. yeah. yeah like before while, you, leave, while you are here, yeah. make your own, your own Canada. Go and find it there. You have everything. Medical, schools, and everything. While you're in the United States, do whatever you can do to make it the way you want. Yeah. Yes. No, for sure. For sure. And I I just appreciate the community. I was so impressed with the meetings that you actually bring the speakers from Zambia, like the Zambian bank, uh, when you brought the speakers. The, yeah. the governor, but, uh, the governors, mm-hmm. and also the when we were talking about bonds and investing and correct, all of that, yeah, yeah, that, that, that was amazing. It, it, it's mm-hmm. it's really like it's a teachable moment because sometimes we forget what we have in our country, and when they come correct. to give us financial literacy of yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I, I like, mean, on, on that point, uh, Nancy, uh, those guys, if you remember what they were talking about, our own bonds are mostly traded by foreigners. Yes, yes, yeah. I am enough, I've got enough here in Canada. You have a little bit enough. Mm-hmm. We can all buy at least 1,000 1,000 kwacha for one bond yeah. is equivalent to let's say $50. Yeah. About. Every one of us can buy a bond. Meaning we all can buy a bond. Yeah. I'm on a mission all the mining stocks in Zambia. I'm buying. Do you know how much a stock is uh, a first quantum mi- minerals in Zambia? 12 kwacha, which is, yeah. I think, is it 5 cents? Something like that? Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's almost close This is a mission. Point. Whoever is yeah. going to listen to this show, send Nancy a note. I will yeah. send you the email address who to yeah. to. Let's buy, buy back bit by bit. Let's reclaim what belongs to us. Yeah. Like, like you said, some of us, this is a very emotional, emotional thing. Yes. We see the, there's so much wealth we have and there's so much wealth and so much suffering. It does not make sense. Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, definitely, definitely for sure. This has been a very inspiring conversation. I am so grateful you were able to join me. I know you're super busy. We've been trying to do this for a while. I am so glad we're able to inspire people out there. And for anybody, we all have our own challenges that we face. Mm-hmm. And we all have our own triumphs that we face when we go to these different countries, anywhere in the world. And our goal here is just to share our stories, to inspire you, to give you some insight on what it's like to be an immigrant anywhere in the world. And you've heard Mr. Charlie share his own and he had some triumphs, which he was happy to share with us, which we celebrated. And thank God he was blessed enough to find some support, some people uh, that helped him along the way through his journey with his family. 
and some challenges. <laughs> and we all a face different them. ones. Yeah. Yes, a, a, a yeah. lot of them, but they all contribute to the success of who we are today. Uh, mm-hmm. No matter what we face, and just don't let the challenges break you, because there will be challenges. There's no oh, doubt about that. There, yeah. There's no running away from it. There will be challenges, <laughs> and, uh, unless you just reach. I don't know. You, yeah. you reach. Yeah. You're coming from, uh, let's say, Dubai, and coming over here. You already have everything <laughs> yeah. set up. Let's say in Manhattan. <laughs> then it's different. But if you yeah. come in like us from. A developing country, wherever you are in the world, there will be a lot of challenges. And I hope you could take away something from our conversation. Please feel free to reach out to Mr. Charlie, to me. And last one, I normally leave a quote for yeah. my audience. And yeah. uh, I don't know what you leave by. I'm, I'm inspired by Nelson Mandela. I'm inspired by so many people. Yeah. And <laughs> do you have any a quote that you leave by, any inspiration, something that inspi- that has inspired you throughout your life? Yeah. So usually business uh, is really... So of, of late, I've just started listening to a lot of Jewish... Why Jewish are so successful? I ask a question. So I, li- I listen to a lot of podcasts about mm. Jews and uh, how they they make their, their money. This is not a, a call, anyway. No, no, no. But, uh, Anything that uh, inspires you. Listen, I'm all ears. Yeah, according to the Jews, Nancy, uh, they say, when we start investing, this rabbi was saying, we don't invest for our children. We invest for our grandkids. Mm. My, my, my children, their granddad should have invested for them. Huh. Wow. So if you ever wonder why Jews are successful, we pass on wealth. And we don't even try to pass on wealth to this one. No, this, this my child has already, was already covered. The gap now is they, even their unborn, yes, their grandchildren. Hmm. That is how, how long term view they, they, they look at their, their investment. While you and I, with Zambian, we want our investment. In six months, it should start reaping. I've, I'm, 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 I'm already at the. Beach. I did my returns. <laughs> no, no. So when when, when we begin to, to to invest, let's detach it away from us. Maybe when we think it in terms of our grandkids mm. who have a, a bigger, a, 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 a better view of uh, of investing. I found a quote today which I like. You have to look after after wealth. Uh, this court says, Nancy, you have to look after wealth, but knowledge will look after you. Oh, I love that. And that's what I think our conversation has been about. It's been about knowledge and everything that we've, we learned through the, the journey that we go through as yeah. immigrants yeah. and what we can take back home, what we can give to our kids. And I even love what the Jewish uh, community does. Yeah. That their wealth is for their grandkids. I mean, it reminds me of, I think I heard a pastor one time saying, you know, your grandmother's prayers are being answered through you. Very, very <laughs> and, and right now I kind of feel that way that my grandmother's prayers uh, have been answered yes. because of yes. my humble beginnings of how yes. I started and sleeping on the floor with my my grandmother's house yes. and being here. It's impossible. Like yeah. I'm humbled to be yeah. honest. 
Yeah. And wow, no Jewish community. I mean, I always admire them. To be honest with you, uh, yeah. we have a Jewish community here. The way they are carry their community, the way they carry each other, is very very different from how I see our community. When I first came here, I I used to hang around with my Zambian community. It is sad to say. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. We yeah. have a lot of jealousy around each other of what we're doing and people are even afraid to share what they are doing because somebody mm. else might copy or might be jealous about it. Correct. But with their community, when I was working in their community, I saw the togetherness. If this is even a word, <laughs> I saw how they were so together. It's beyond what I've ever experienced. What, 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 what they say, Nancy, is that uh, before the wealth goes away from the Jewish community, we have to make sure we have done all everything under the sun. We search. Yes, there is no one who can who can offer the service before mm. we take the money out of the Jewish community. Yeah. We need to do that as Africans, as Zambians, and wherever you are in the world, we need to do that for each other. Yeah. And I'm so, 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 so grateful that you sh- you inspired me, you inspired the community. And oh my God, like I said, I can talk to you for... <laughs> forever. <laughs> forever, I, I, I can. Because I, I mean, this is a great conversation and we, we don't talk about certain things a, a lot which need to be addressed and a lot of people need to hear certain things and uh even for me some of the things that you spoke about they they were eye-opening i'm like oh wow and i hope they were eye-opening to everybody that's listening to us today so mr charlie thank you thank you thank you thank you nancy uh (laughs) it was a a good conversation very inspiring i've been to ourselves yeah thank you thank you thank you i appreciate you thank you I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Mr. Charlie once again. This was the finale. The conversation was an hour, 30 minutes. We had to cut it up for you guys so you can, you know, go on with your life. I know everybody's busy, so we cannot keep you on for one hour, 30 minutes. However, Mr. Charlie, I am so grateful for you sharing your story. I'm grateful for you supporting the community. I'm grateful for your inspiration, for giving insight on what it's like to be an immigrant anywhere in the world. And in your case, you shared your story from the U.S. You took us to the U.S. and you also took us to Canada. As immigrants, we are all going to face challenges. It's life. Whether you are in your own country or an immigrant, you will face challenges. But as an immigrant and you face challenges, those challenges become magnified even bigger because you don't have the support that you would get let's say back home like for me i'll get my support from my sisters my mom my family for those of us that are alone anywhere and you're going through something right now life is full of tests i'm sure all the tests that we go through we get tested on our faith and that produces a a perseverance just think of it as a perseverance You build that stamina to be able to face another thing, another thing that comes around. Just keep pushing forward. Know your plan. Know your goal. We leave our countries for a reason. Most of the times, 
99% of the time, we leave our countries in order to build a better life for ourselves, for our families. As long as you know what your goal is, don't give up. Just keep pushing forward. That's the same story that, you know, Mr. Charlie was able to share. He went through his own challenges. Now we can laugh about it, but when we are in it, it feels, you feel alone. It feels depressing. We all have our turn back moments. When you get to that turn back moment, don't give up. We've all been there. Just think of Mr. Charlie has been there. Nancy has been there. We all survived it. You're not going to die. You're not going to not survive it. So just keep pushing forward. And I'm sure you'll be able to achieve anything you put your mind to. Another thing that I want to share is actually giving back to our countries. And to all my Zambians that are in the diaspora, we have no excuse. Mr. Charlie and team have created this community called Global Co-op Zambia. And we are able to invest back home before we even go home. We are able to invest back home. If you are interested in investing back home, we are exposed to so much knowledge when we are outside our own countries resources and we have access to finances more than others we are able to give back to our own country this way we are able to build a country that we want to see before we leave this earth all our kids are able to be proud of so if you're interested in joining the global co-op zambia please go uh, on their website it's globalcoopzambia.com and you can sign up there there's a little fee, and if you have any questions, concerns, or anything, you can reach out to me or Mr. Charlie himself. He is the chairman of Global Co-op Zambia. You can also follow Global Co-op Zambia on Instagram. And while you're there, please follow me as well. All my platforms are called Concrete Pastures. So YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. I appreciate you for listening. I expect to work hard wherever you are or wherever you go in the world expect to work hard be prepared if you have finances back home that you can bring with you please do at least three months of rent if you're coming to the u.s i'll tell you right now if it's new york it's very very expensive it's no joke three months of rent and three months of i guess food and uh, any other expenses, unexpected expenses, maybe medical too as well. Aside from that, I appreciate you, Mr. Charlie. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And to all the dreamers, keep dreaming. Thank you again for tuning in today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast wherever you get yours. Share it with your family and friends. Tag me on your social media i have facebook i have instagram whichever one that you use i would also love to hear from you leave me a review and if there's a topic you have in mind that you'd love for me to cover let me know as well look out for new episodes every week on mondays and i truly appreciate you being part of the community and supporting the community until next time keep dreaming
concrete pastures. <laughs>